Hello, welcome to the Disease Spot podcast, <laughs> a podcast where a cat might be dying. No diseases were vaccinated, baby. Uh-oh, she said it a little bit like Flint Flossie, is he who says it like that? Baby. Yeah, from Turquoise Jeep, for those who don't know. <laughs> Look him up. You should listen to it. This is my plug for Turquoise Jeep. Or Great. I mean. Yeah. Um, great. Uh, we're vaccinated. We're rocking. We're rolling. We're happening. How's life, Kathleen? I'm Danny. That's Kat. <laughs> we're just all over the place. Life is good. Um, it's uh, still light outside, which is a treat. Um, just had a sandwich, which was also mm. a treat. What was on your sandwich? Just uh, some pepperoni and some uh, cheese and some lettuce and the last of my Bear Blends ranch dressing from my salad the other day and mm. some smashed salt and vinegar chips. Ah, so did you smang that sandwich? Smash <laughs> it and bang? I mean, I guess. Y- y'all and your weird <laughs> lingos and your... You're, I don't know what. But I honestly don't know either. But like now I can't get it out of my head because you say you would smash something. And then every time you say that or I say that you say that, Andy's like, she's going to smang it, smash it and bang. Pretty I much like that. I don't love the word smang. Um, it sounds, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't roll off the tongue the way that smash does. Hmm. So. Yeah, well, and, like, also, if you take, so, like, let's replace it. So, like, there's a video game, uh, Super Smash Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. But if you, re- if you replace it with Super Smang Brothers, I think that, think that's on the dark side of the internet. Yeah. I think is what that is. Yeah, like, if you replace all things that are supposed to be Smash, like Smang Burger, Hulk Smang. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it sounds strange. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> and you heard it first here on the V-Spot podcast, a veganish survival podcast for best friends. Mm-hmm. See, I got it in there. I just like, Did you, know, you? you gotta wait a minute. Oh, wait, no, you said it was the disease cast. I thought you already introed it, my B. Nah, nah. My B. You coughed. Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, great. So you, um, you mentioned... On your sandwich that you had a delicious condiment that you're almost out of. My sandwich, if you yeah. will. <laughs> why don't you uh why don't you tell us a little bit more about that and uh perhaps we can ride our segues into the the goodies of the episode. Yeah, so I saved this is the second time I've done this. Um when I ordered the buffalo tempeh salad from Bear Blends, I save the leftover ranch dressing because it's just so fucking good and they give you so much of it. So I used that on my sandwich. But I also saved I this time I ordered extra buffalo sauce for my salad and I saved mm-hmm. that as well. And uh when was it? Friday I baked tofu in that buffalo dressing mm. and it was very good yeah little cubes of tofu in the buffalo dressing and it was very good yeah 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 see you you broke i didn't know i guess i just never paid enough attention that you could order an extra sauce yeah uh, but i think i need to do that because it is the best uh, the ranch dressing is it's so fucking good. outstanding yeah and i like to drown my salads in sauce like I, I'm, a, I'm a saucy kind of gal i suppose and i uh just i need that sauce yeah no 
Yeah, me too. I, I mostly, I mean, I love me some good fresh lettuce, but I'm not going to lie. I'm into salads for the goodies mm-hmm. and the dressing. I know, me too. <laughs> I, I would prefer a higher ratio of quinoa than spring mix myself yeah. in that particular yeah. salad. But yeah, it's neither here nor there. So, uh, yeah, so this Bear Blends is our segue. I don't know why I said Bear Blends like that. I put a weird emphasis on it. Um, like, yeah, we're riding the segue into our interview um, for this week with Annie, the founder, co-founder, co-founder. of Bear Blends. Our new BFF. Yeah. yeah, our new BFF, who actually is our old BFF. Yeah, maybe we can tell that story in the outro. Yeah, we'll uh, let you listen to it. And then and we'll uh, tell the story. Yeah, we'll tell the story. Uh, so roll credits into the main event. Is that like a movie? Movie reel. That's what it was. <laughs> you know, he's like, hear that? That's a stud. And hear also, that? That's not. <laughs> yes, most of my things are hung with Velcro. You're exactly right. Oh, or like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I was a big like command hook girl yes. for mm-hmm. so long. Yes. They're mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. You can hang so many things That's with them. Exactly right. Yep. <laughs> Love that. Are we recording? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, have we been recording the whole time? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> I feel like that was a pretty good. That was great content. <laughs> that was pretty good. That yeah. was great. Yeah. That's yeah. the other thing is we just start talking um, and worry about all the other stuff after so then I just throw usually our guest under the bus oh yeah I think you asked for like questions and I just kind of oh my god we laughed so hard (laughs) yeah guys send me questions oh it was so funny like yeah yeah but like now that you've met me do you get it like (laughs) now that you've met us do you you get it (laughs) yeah yeah well it was so funny when she sent me the email she's like she wants questions and I was like well did you tell her we don't do that (laughs) I was like we I couldn't like if if really pressed, we could probably come up with we want to know your backstory. Yeah, like, well, we well, want to know like, why. So boring. Like, yeah. yeah, why? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably yeah. ask you this. Maybe it'll go here. But like, as you can see, since the second we got here, we just like to just like talk. And yeah, shoot I love the shit it. Mm-hmm. And see what see what's what. Yeah, yeah. it's good conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you sit here and you're like, hello. Right, and then question A. <laughs> but then the other thing too is like, as the person who's responding to the questions, then I'm like freaking out right. that mm-hmm. I have to answer them correctly. And then right. after the podcast is done, I'm I'm gonna be like, oh my god, I should have said this, right? You know, and I just like don't, I don't yeah. like, I do that with every interview that I do all the time. So that was actually refreshing. I'm <laughs> I'm excited to not be here that questions. every time. Everyone's yeah. like, you know, usually people be like, can you send us questions? And we go, no. Uh, we don't do that. We yep. just have a natural conversation. And every time people are like, oh, thank God. Like, I'm really glad yeah. that I don't have to worry yeah. about what I'm going to say. I feel like it's rare we're actually, like, interviewing. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we we might we ask, like, like a talk question to or two based off of what you say. But it's yeah. really just a conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. much prefer it like that. Yeah. I'm excited. Because I've also never had an experience where I talk to people who are like-minded with regard to like food or like mm. the environment or mm-hmm. animal welfare or any of that. So mm. I'm like excited to have an exciting conversation. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. I'm excited. So that being said, who are you? Why you're excited? Um, <laughs> that's, this is usually Shit. the most formal. <laughs> yes. 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 This is the most Your formal we get pitch. is yeah. when we go, yeah, like bullet points, yeah. right? I'm who always like, you? who what do you do? are you? What do you like? What do you do? And tell us a couple of things about yourself. Yeah. Ready, go. And this is where people are usually like, uh. 
So uh, like, yeah, see, I'm not going to know, but like I, you know, one of my favorite questions in like growing up in school when you had to like introduce yourself, they'd be like, oh, say your name and like one cool fact about yourself. Yeah. yeah. And like everyone would always be like, my name's so-and-so and my favorite color is blue. You know, and that would be like the fun fact. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, my name's Annie and I'm bilingual. And then like everybody would be like, oh, my God, what language do you speak? And then I'd be like, I speak Hungarian. And everyone would think I was so cool. And like that. So that was my moment to shine in grade school. Yeah. And then ever since then, it just kind of. I think that's still pretty cool. I was going to say, do you do you then you speak Hungarian? Yeah. So that's really cool. Fun fact. My parents are immigrants. So I'm first generation American. And when they came here, um, they didn't speak any English. They came with $400 in a suitcase. It was like communism over in uh, Budapest. And they came here to escape that. And um, then I was born. And they still didn't speak English very well. And they worked a lot. And I was basically raised by my grandmother, who was who only spoke Hungarian, like no English at all. So I grew up speaking Hungarian. And then I went to school. And I didn't really like the only English that I was really exposed to was like on TV or on the radio. And so I struggled a little bit growing up for a little while, but then I, I finally learned, I was like that ESL kid in the corner who like (laughs) (laughs) English and like a little interpreter and all that. And then, um, yeah. And then eventually, obviously I learned and now I'm more proficient in English because obviously I grew up here, but, um, there was a period of time where I would, I would think in Hungarian and that has since transitioned. Now I'm... That blows my mind. So that cool. Like, see, like, that Thank is, you. like, you know, when Molly told us that she lived in a teepee. That's, like, something mm-hmm. that, like, you would just have no idea. And especially, like, it's, it's so cool to talk to someone who is first generation mm. and so young. Because, like, you know, like, someone's grandparents might be like, well, my parents came over. But, right. like, yeah. you're super young and to, like, grow up. That is really cool. And you know, it's like nice too, like just being a part of that. Like I basically always identified as an immigrant because of that, you know, because like I never felt like I always had weird clothes and I had weird things that came from Europe that my grandmother would bring over. And I would always like whenever she would pack my lunch, it would be like Hungarian food and not, you know, the (laughs) stereotypical like bologna sandwich I'd have like. Um, like stews and like different pasta dishes that she would make for me. And I was always different. Like I was always Mm -hmm. weird. And it gave me such a big appreciation later on in life for different cultures. Yeah. And just for simplicity. And I just like anybody I meet now who either has like relatives that are from a different country or might also be from a different country themselves. I'm just like, oh my God, tell me everything about you because I think I can relate to you on some level. And I just like want to know everything about you and your culture because I understand that it's so different from what's happening here. And I feel like there's a little bit of a disconnect with like all my American friends Mm -hmm. because they don't, they don't know that. And like they wouldn't, you know, so it's nothing like against them. It's just, it's just so interesting. It just gave me such a big like, understanding and a big appreciation for the rest of the world i think so can you talk to us in hungarian please sure what do you want to hear i don't know <laughs> what do you want to um, hear i don't know <laughs> i'm like just anything because i feel like it's gonna sound really cool like you could tell us something really rude and we'd be like that was so nice thank you don't say anything rude i mean you can i don't care uh, <laughs> I don't be, um okay i could just be like uh, I was just like, 
Kai. That's really cool. Yeah, that, that was really cool. You yeah. really, you <laughs> look at her face. <laughs> oh my goodness. I would have no idea that that would have, like, that you just, like, and you sounded exactly like you, which is funny because sometimes people like sound a little mm-hmm. bit different. Yeah. But you had said it like you could you have a smile when you yeah. speak, you can tell that you're smiling. Yeah. I will tell you that. Okay. Like like if I close my eyes, the way that you're talking, yeah. you can tell that you're smiling. You're a very happy person. It's like a happy dog. And like, yeah. <laughs> like, like when you see a puppy yes. and they're like, hi. Yeah. And like you can that came across in the Hungarian too. Like you could just that hear was, it. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. Oh. I've yeah. never heard anyone speak Hungarian either, so that was that was really yeah. awesome. I don't think I have either, actually. Right? Yeah. Thanks. That was very cool. Yeah. So the rest of the interview will speak English. You speak Hungarian. Sounds it'll good. Be it'll fun. be really fun. Yeah. It'll Andy. be a new fun game. <laughs> Andy's like, don't do that. He's like, <laughs> it's okay. Maybe we can break into a new like group of folks. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was actually really, thank you for so preemptively answering the question because I really wanted to know what you took for lunch in school that was Hungarian. But like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. It was, <laughs> and it was, so do you guys know what like Haribo, like the gummy bears? Yeah. So those weren't in America for until I think I was like maybe like 12 or mm. 13. And I grew up eating all Haribo everything, like, because it's from Europe. Mm-hmm. And I would bring it to school and like, little plastic baggies. And my friends would be like, these gummy bears are so good. Where are these gummy bears from? And I'd be like, I don't, like, what do you mean? I don't mean? know. I have them. Like, they, mm-hmm. my grandmother would bring them in, like, suitcases from <laughs> Hungary. Like, one entire suitcase just dedicated to, like, candy and chocolate and just like I love that all yeah. of these things that you couldn't get in America at the time that's so funny <laughs> yeah and that I imagine like as a kid you're like I don't I mean they're I don't know I have these them. all the time yeah. like what are you talking about where are they from yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. even that's like funny. my so like my notebooks and like my pencils my grandmother would always bring like things from Europe and they were always like designed differently mm-hmm. they had like the pockets before like American kids had like pockets in their notebooks and like they the pencils were different like I just had all these weird things and like I thought they were normal but everybody would be like oh my god where'd you get that cool pencil from <laughs> be like I don't know why don't you have this <laughs> did you were you able to trade I feel oh. like kids trade lunches a lot oh, like yeah. they're like hey I'll give you this I don't know, this, snack like, pack of pudding for your gummy bear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you do a lot of trading? Were you like, I feel like you could have been like, was like you know. like a dealer. Yeah, like, pretty like much. a gummy bear dealer. Yeah, you're like, school. I got seven yeah. gummy bears. Who wants them? What are you going to give I me? I actually learned to be an entrepreneur in grade school. Yeah. yeah. That, I think that's, if that's not the story, then right. you it is maybe now. start adapting that into it. I actually, you know, so that's not part of the story, but <laughs> later on, so I'm really good at, um, at painting. I love to paint. And I, there was a point in time where I would do like watercolor portraits of celebrities Mm -hmm. and it was right around the time when like Instagram started. So I was maybe like a junior in high school, I think I was like 16. And I remember I posted a picture of like Taylor Swift on my Instagram. It was just like a, a watercolor painting that I did. And, um, somebody like commented and was like, oh my God, that's so cool. And someone else was like, oh my God, it looks great. And someone else was like how much do you want for that? And I was like, well, um, I don't like 
20 bucks maybe. And then like they bought it from me and then they posted it. And then somebody else was like, where'd you get that? And I was like, oh, shoot. Uh-oh. <laughs> so then I started just like cranking them out and I would sell them out of my locker in high school. And that's when I was like, like, and I ended up making like back then, I think I made like a thousand dollars off of them, which was like a decent amount of money for yeah, someone who's yeah. 16. And I remember telling yeah. my dad and he was like, do I have to like file a tax return for you? <laughs> like what is going on? So yeah, I think that's what I was like. I can sell anything. <laughs> and um, that's yeah. funny. That's awesome. It started with gummy bears. It went to paintings, mm-hmm. and now, and now we're we're sitting mm-hmm. in your second second baby. This second, is second, right? Second baby. Yep. yep. Second, second bear. baby. Yeah. Second bear. Yeah. That was a nice transition. Yes, it was. Very well smooth segue. Yeah. yeah thank you. Great. Andy liked it. I'm glad we planned Andy that, guys. That was yeah. great. <laughs> See, this is why we rehearsed. Structured. Yeah. Yes. Love it. We're very structured. Very serious. <laughs> yeah planned out entirely will, this is legit all this mm-hmm. equipment i gotta mm-hmm. say you guys do a great job <laughs> like i said andy's the only legit yeah. <laughs> yeah yep andy had to remind us like of the equipment and stuff today and as yeah yeah it's really him anyways we're not here to talk about us we're here to talk about you yeah <laughs> and your babies yeah so now i'm an adult and now <laughs> i'm no longer selling locker paintings well i'm kind of an adult i, I mean guess. i don't know well, i was gonna say unless sometimes I don't know. an adult i don't know <laughs> Uh, adult, yes. Grown up, no. That's a very important right, distinction. Yeah. Um, adults is just an age and thing like that. Grown ups are the people who like don't like to smile and don't like to have fun. Yeah. So just that. don't ever become a grown up. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't plan on it. I was going to say, listen to your elders. Kat is your. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. Look at her face. (laughs) You just stabbed her in the heart. Look her age face. That's right. That's true. You don't. You don't. You do not at all. Thank you. And I intend to maintain this through um, coming here every single day for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Mm So Great. where is here? Tell us about Bear. What? Who yeah, is how, Bear? How what did is Bear? bear? Happen? Literally, what's, how did it happen? What's the origin story? Yeah. Here? So I am the co-founder of Bear. Um, my business partner actually owns the hot yoga spot. Mm-hmm. And lo- I mean, it's kind of a long story, but I have always been an avid yogi like you. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. to do yoga. Um, and it got me through college. And I used to practice at the hot yoga spot. And when I was in college um when I think I was a freshman so I want to say like really early on my freshman year I was like 18 I was like I want to do teacher training Mm -hmm. not to become a teacher necessarily but just to like learn more about the yoga practice Mm -hmm. so I was super timid about teaching back then I was like there's no way that I'm gonna guide a class (laughs) like it just scared me so anyway I did that through the hot yoga spot um and I continued to practice there and then um, I studied abroad while I was in college. Um, I was in Italy. I taught, I ended up teaching yoga there to the mm-hmm. students, um, at the like university that I was going to. And that was fun. And then I ended up randomly, um, going to Aruba for two months. I was obsessed with, do you know who like Rachel Braden is? Um, she's like yoga girl on Instagram. Okay. She, um, I was like obsessed, like diehard fan, like I fangirled hard and she owns a studio in uh, Aruba and I was like, I'm going to go there and I'm going to somehow make my way into that studio. I don't know what I'm going to do there, but I'm just going to figure it out. And I ended up leaving like in between. So this was my 
senior year in between semesters. So like Mm -hmm. January. Um, and I got a one-way ticket and was like, I'm going to go there and see if I could like intern for her or like work for the studio or do something. And I ended up teaching stand-up paddleboard yoga and I stayed. So cool. (laughs) It was so much fun. I have no idea what I was doing, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but I, it was so much fun. And I like, I worked in the, the yoga studio and, I just loved the vibe there because everything was so like clean and natural. And I came across this little um, like beach hut. It's called Eduardo's uh, Beach Shack. It's just like literally probably the size of this room we're in, really tiny. Mm -hmm. And they uh, were serving smoothie bowls. And I would go, I would walk on the beach like every day and I would go get a, a smoothie bowl. And I remember just like hanging out there for a little bit and being like, oh, this is really, this is interesting and these are good. And like, this is such a tiny little space and the Mm -hmm. vibes are so great and like it's healthy food and this is awesome. And I was like, I think I could, I think I want to do this. Like, and granted I was Mm -hmm. in school for nutritional biochemistry. I was like really heavily focused on the science. I wanted to end up doing research or like pursue a career in medicine and so like completely different track, you know, mm-hmm. and, but I loved nutrition and I loved making healthy food. I always had a knack for making, um, like natural ingredients taste really good. So then I was like, I don't know. I think this just looks like so much more fun, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, um, and one day I was there and they were super busy and I like became a regular cause I was going like day after day mm-hmm. and I was like, do you guys need some help? Like I can help just like, don't even worry about paying me, just pay me in food and like, I'll get back there and I'll help you guys. And, mm-hmm. um, it was like super weird cause they didn't know me that well, but, <laughs> but I helped and I was like, oh, this is like, I think I could do this. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where like I planted the seed that I wanted to own some kind of like healthy food concept Mm -hmm. but I didn't know when or how or where I just thought maybe this would be something fun in the future and um ended my time in Aruba came back finished school then I ended up taking um an entrepreneurial boot camp course at the through the capital region chamber actually like Mm. over here and um loved it I had so much fun I was like wow I feel like building a business would be so fun owning a business would be so fun and I definitely want it to be based like solely in healthy food vegan food gluten-free food um and I just want like that good vibe I want to show people how great eating healthy can be mm-hmm. and still had no idea how I was going to do it I was like a broke college student um didn't know if it was a possibility early on or like if I had to wait till I was you know after my first career then start you know my business Mm -hmm. or anything um so one day right before I was about to graduate I um asked Jess my business partner who owns a hot yoga spot if um oh no sorry yeah oh oh I asked her if I wanted to teach and or sorry I don't know what I'm saying (laughs) I asked her if she needed some teachers or if I could teach for her because by then I was already kind of teaching a little bit and I didn't know what my next move was and so I went to the studio to do a demo with her and she just it came up in conversation she's like what are you know what are you doing once you graduate and I was like oh I think I'm gonna pursue my master's in nutrition I want to focus on like food science and all that but I ultimately want to own like a healthy food concept kind of thing mm-hmm. and she was like that's so interesting like I kind of want to get into food but I like know nothing about it I don't know 
you know, how to own like a food type business, but she obviously had like business experience. She's mm-hmm. like, I, I want to expand into this space next door. And I pretty much already signed the lease. Like I have the space, but I have no idea like how I'm going to set it up or what I'm going to do. Would you like be interested in maybe working on that with me to like give you some kind of experience and like, mm-hmm. you know, we'll take it from there. We'll see how it goes. And I was like, oh my God, like what a great opportunity. And I'm so side note, I'm like a huge believer in like the things that you manifest come Mm -hmm. to fruition like I live my life by that statement and I was like this is so crazy because all of a sudden I'm thinking about how I want to own like a healthy food concept and I'm taking Mm -hmm. the steps you know I'm like taking business courses and I'm trying to like understand this realm and lo and behold you know out of nowhere here comes this fantastic opportunity so I couldn't say no. And then next thing you know, um, I'm like setting up all the things. And we decided super early on, like probably a month into it, that like we just wanted to do this together Mm -hmm. and that we have such a great partnership because I bring all of like the nutrition education, the science, the food, like the operational side of things to the table. And she has that business experience. Mm -hmm. So we just, um, we ended up working just really well together. And, um, and yeah, I guess here we are now, um, two and a half years later, just flinging bowls and opening locations. And we've, um, we've turned the concept into a franchise. Um, last April, it was approved by New York State, and we've since sold six locations, and we'll be in Florida and Colorado, and we really? have... Oh yeah, oh yeah, I was like, literally no sleep. I haven't slept since 2018, but... <laughs> wow. Yeah, so... Um, definitely have grown it a lot and I learned so much every day and I never thought in a million years that I would be here I always like deep down I was like I want to own like a healthy franchise I think Mm -hmm. um but yeah now I now I do (laughs) so and it's crazy it it truly is crazy because I remember like like we said pre-podcast like I remember when Bear in Stuyvesant Mm -hmm. was opening and being like oh man I love a smoothie place. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. And I'm like, I wonder how it's going to be different yeah. because there were a couple in the area and like I um, I worked for the Saratoga Juice Bar at one point. So it was like, okay. I know like the background of like a smoothie bar and juices and stuff. And I'm like, I just wonder what it's going to be like. Can't wait to see. And here we are mm-hmm. opening. You opened this, what, two weeks ago, we said? Yeah. Latham is opening yeah like a month yeah yeah, in a month all of a sudden it went from I remember I remember when it was like a little seedling and now it's like what in God's name is this girl it's so funny to be sitting across from you because I'm so interested in like what because I was like who is this person yeah you know like (laughs) who all of a sudden grew this out of you know out of nowhere you know because a at least I early on, I went to the hot yoga spot. That was my first established studio that I went to. Yeah. So like everyone knows Jess, you know, right, so I was right. like, oh, OK, I know Jess. I'm like, who is this other person? <laughs> Who's this smoothie girl? Oh, my gosh. And like, here we are. Love that. It's yeah. crazy. It's so it's crazy. <laughs> you I don't like I, <laughs> I wake up every morning and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Like, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm so, like, I can't even tell you how happy and excited I am. Mm-hmm. And it's really because of what we were talking about before. Like, I know how clean and how healthy our products are mm-hmm. and how well they're serving the community just from a health standpoint, but also, like, from an environmentally conscious standpoint. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm so excited to share this with different you know, areas, different neighborhoods, different communities. I'm mm-hmm. excited to introduce the product to people in Florida and Colorado and um, just give them, you know, a healthy option too and, and watch this grow. So healthy and delicious. Yeah. Like, yeah. T- like let's talk about the food. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's talk like, about how it. Do you, how did you, you know, how do you, how did you establish what your first menu, what Stuyvesant's menu was going to look like? And then like, how do you come up with new flavors? Like what's the genius behind it? Yeah. How do you do this? Because it is really good. Yeah, no, it's so good. Like, and, and again, like it, it is, you know, when, especially when I feel like the Albany location first opened, that was like right at the height locally, at least of all these like smoothie type places mm-hmm. kind of coming out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, we said before we started recording for me, and I think a lot of people, Bear is a standout for sure. Oh, it like, is. It's not 100%. Even, it's not in the same Yeah, there, there are places it's like not. super <laughs> close to me and I will still come here. A 20 minute drive in any direction, no matter what location mm-hmm. of yours I'm going to. It's a 20 minute drive and mm-hmm. I will still do that over like, I there, I could walk to one, <laughs> oh my so <laughs> like yeah. So yeah, how do how well, do you do it? Yeah, yeah. How, do you, <laughs> how do you make how do you make it? Because like even like your the the basic acai bowl, like you know, mm-hmm. it's it still is better, and I want to know why. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, first of all. Thank you. (laughs) You know, just hearing you say that, like, gives me chills. I have goosebumps all up and down my arms. Um, So thank you. But um, I think the main thing is, honestly, and a lot of traditional acai models include things that I would never want to put in my products. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of them put ice in there because they don't understand that, like, you can use fruit and fruit, you know, to thicken the base. Mm -hmm. Um, So someone will put like ice in there. They'll use fruit juices. They'll use simple syrups. They'll use um, just like different chemical stabilizers to enhance the texture of the bowl. Um, And I'm not speaking for anyone specifically, Uh but I just know like even other franchise concepts because now that's a whole different realm. You know, those are, that's like a different kind of, I don't want to say competition, but it's just a different type of market that I need to understand, Uh um, you know, to see what's out there. And a lot of places will actually put sugar in their acai. Like a lot of places don't um, blend their bowls anymore. They just Sorry, what? Yeah, so like there, I'm I'm not going to name anybody specifically, but there are definitely like larger concepts out there that just store their, I guess, acai in tubs and it's loaded with sugar because sugar is a stabilizer. We've definitely seen it. Now I'm like, I think I... No. Yep, because you can scoop like you can literally. It's like in it's a, like, like a cream. gallon of ice cream, right. like a big thing of exactly. ice cream. Exactly. So yeah. that's and that's what's honestly just so disheartening about this because, like, here we are. We literally blend fruit. Like the answer to your question is we use real stuff. You know, <laughs> that's why it tastes good. Like we use real whole actual plants. We use real nuts and seeds. We use whole grains. We use. Um, anything that's real, we'll mm-hmm. we'll experiment with, um, and we'll we'll turn it into something delicious. And you know, real things typically have flavor. <laughs> so, um, so that to answer your question, that's where the flavor comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like going off on a tangent. I was saying something. No, that's okay. We do we do tangents here. Scooping <laughs> and that's why something and scooping flavors, scooping flavors, tasty, delicious. I don't know. Um, but. Yeah. <laughs> 
Andy's, Andy uh, has something to say. I was like, I don't have say. anything from you, Andy. Now you do. He's Andy like, does that. He's, he's like, silent. I know what you guys were saying. Here you yeah. go. What? <laughs> what go ahead. Saying? What is he? He said, it's the difference between believing in what you're doing and just monetizing it. Yes. yes. That's Aww. Andy's two cents, no pun intended. Wow. I love that. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, like that's the other thing too. Like the motivation behind this is to make people healthy. It's not, you know, to make a quick buck. It's to promote health and wellness. It's to promote environmental sustainability. I mean, even all of our packaging, um, it's Mm -hmm. all made from either recycled material or compostable material. Mm -hmm. So like every bowl that you get, like even the, the bowls that we serve our grains and green bowls in now, they're made from... Um, wheat fiber and our straws are made from agave or paper and our spoons are made from corn or bamboo so all of these like sustainable materials and then on top of that they're also compostable so like even just choosing bear over a competitor that literally just serves you ice in a plastic bowl like you're making the right choice not only for yourself but like for the environment too and that's something I'm super excited about I think that's something that sets us apart from from everybody else and you know just like my background in science and nutrition like we've crafted bowls that are actually healthy you know like right. the, the combination of ingredients provide you with a specific benefit you know depending on what the product is and on top of that you know we can mimic fun flavors like um like I'm obsessed with bananas. Like our mm-hmm. banana cream pie bowl. That I don't was know so if you guys good. Got oh, that I did. One. I did. <laughs> like I could eat that every day for the rest of my yeah. life. And like, I don't even know where I was going with it. I got distracted because I'm thinking about like fun <laughs> flavors that we're making, and I'm like the banana cream pie bowl. Like I can't wait for that. But anyway, um, yeah, just super nutrient dense. Oh, that's where I was going with it. Decadent fun flavors that we can do. So mm-hmm. that's something like. If you got a banana cream pie, anything, chances are it's loaded with synthetic banana flavor, which is actually Mm -hmm. a thing. Um, It's loaded with sugar. It's loaded with some kind of like yellow number five to give it a crazy weird color, Uh you know, which makes it, you know, ultimately unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Whereas here, like we use bananas, you know, and we use... Um, so we make a cashew cream in-house. I was going to ask you about the cashew cream. Yeah. The strawberry cashew cream. So good, right? So we actually, um, it's funny when, when Bear first started, like I created all of the recipes. I created like everything that's on the menu. I created all of the specials and everything. And I had an intern, um, her name's Katie Mm -hmm. and she, just she loves to create Mm -hmm. and I noticed that so early on and this was maybe like maybe like a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. that she was our intern and then she ended up um like graduating college and then she ended up just Mm -hmm. working at Bear because she's from this area Mm -hmm. and then I just I realized her strengths and in creating things Mm -hmm. and so um now that we're transitioning into franchising and we're opening more locations I was Mm -hmm. like would you want to maybe you know come on board as like our culinary director and take the reins from me and collaborate together on like creating new fun flavors and so um I'm still like very much involved in the flavor process Mm -hmm. but she's she's doing such a good job and the the strawberry cashew cream is actually her brainchild she like Mm -hmm. yeah it's just um and and it's awesome because we make it all in house you know and it's Mm -hmm. like real stuff we don't just like buy a tub of cashew cream from God knows right, where, you know, right. like we make it 
um, almost every day because we run out of it so quickly. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and that's something that I'm super excited for like other people to do too because I'm noticing the educational component in all Mm -hmm. of this. Like we prepare everything. So like everything on our grain bowls too. We even make our own waffle batter. Like we make everything. Mm -hmm. And it's so awesome to be able to teach um, my younger staff, especially who are like in high school and in college, teaching them how to make healthy things. Because ultimately they're going to take what they learn here and hopefully apply it to their life outside of here. Mm -hmm. So it's awesome to teach you know, younger kids, how to make things that are really healthy, really clean, plant-based. Um, and they're super simple to make ultimately. So it's, it's just great that like, that makes me feel good too, just giving them the opportunity to learn how to be healthy in their mm-hmm. own lives. Mm-hmm. Where can we find Katie? Where does Katie usually hang out? Cause I want to like personally <laughs> thank her. <laughs> Katie, Where uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Katie's so Katie's usually here. She's not here today. Um, it's like literally her one day off. <laughs> she that's has so funny. Week. But she's she's the one that's like super tall, beautiful, looks like a supermodel. Um, she, I feel like you guys have definitely. Seen I was her. just gonna say, her. I feel like We're she here was every here. Day. There's no way, and I yeah. feel like she was here the other day because she's like really tall. Like really, I, yeah, I she's usually like six feet. Yeah, tall. I was yeah. gonna say I don't usually look at people and be like, wow, they're tall like me. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I'm six feet tall. Yeah, and I remember the other day when I was in here, there was someone, a girl behind the counter, who was like really tall and I noticed I was like oh that's a tall person yeah (laughs) we're so strange yeah yeah. (laughs) it's like seeing a unicorn (laughs) it's so So, that's her okay great yeah so definitely when you're when you're in here say hi to her oh yeah she's it's so fun too because like I don't want to say it it was like a lonely task to make everything and create everything by myself but it's so fun to collaborate with Mm -hmm. somebody and like have her come to me with ideas and like together collectively work on perfecting them and it's it's so fun and she's so talented so i'm so so thankful that she's a part of this team and able to to help us grow and like it makes sense everything that you just said makes so much sense that that's why it tastes good because it's like it's real stuff Yeah. yeah it's and you're going out of your way knowing you know it makes sense now knowing that you have a nutrition background i'm like oh okay that makes sense because everything tastes good it looks good and like yeah the banana cream pie bowl might not be like fluorescent yellow like some things because you're not using anything fake right you're using a banana right so yeah and and there's macadamia nuts i think were on top of that that was Mm -hmm. really good and then the Mm -hmm. the crumble at the bottom Mm -hmm. i love a good crumble Mm -hmm. cinnamon crumble Mm -hmm. yeah that's (laughs) a that's the other thing too our granola um so fun story But when we first started, do you guys know, um, like purely Elizabeth, the granola? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So love purely Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. Um, super clean. I loved everything about the brand. They are from California Mm -hmm. and I initially wanted to work with them Mm -hmm. and they weren't set up to wholesale to the scale that I, well, I didn't even realize like what to what scale I needed it. So mm-hmm. I, in the beginning, I did work with them. I was just like, oh, if I order like a couple cases of granola a week, like that'll be fine. You know, we're going to nope. sell two smoothies a day. Like, <laughs> nope. Um, and then I learned very quickly that they just like weren't <laughs> set up to wholesale. Mm-hmm. Um, and the wholesale, like their packaging was in the retail bags. So not only was the product coming to us 
really slowly, but it was coming to us in these little plastic bags. Mm -hmm. And I was like, the environmental impact of this. Like, (laughs) I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to have to open 37 little, you know, eight ounce bags Mm -hmm. to top, you know, a hundred and some bowls a day. Like that just what that wasn't sitting with me well. So I was like, I have to find a solution. And I was like, I would love to just create our own granola because that way we have control over what goes into it, Mm -hmm. you know, and everything has to be exclusively gluten-free in this space. So it's a safe haven for people with celiac. Mm -hmm. Um, And we didn't have an oven. So I was like, how am I going to create granola (laughs) and like figure that whole thing out? Mm So um, actually my friend Jen Desario owns Sweet Eats in they're based in Del Mar. I don't know if you guys know. Sounds that familiar. sounds really familiar. I feel like maybe I follow them or something. It sounds mm-hmm. familiar. They like, so she's, it's a gluten-free vegan bakery, but she only does like wholesale now. Mm-hmm. She had a storefront for a hot second, but um, she's super busy with she wholesaling. She has things at the co-op. I was just going to say, does she have things? There, I feel like I saw that at Happy Cappuccino. You did. Yeah. Like I think Happy that's Cap- one of her. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So she, yeah, she retails like her cookies and granola bars okay. and things like that. Um, but at the time, I don't even know how we ended up getting connected. I was friends with her brother, but I don't remember how this actually happened. Um, it was probably about selling her, her cookies or something. Mm -hmm. And I asked her, I was like, would you be able to create granola? Like if I gave you, if I got together with you and we talked about, you know, creating a recipe that was exclusive to bear, is that something that you'd be interested in? And she was like, absolutely. Like, that'd be so fun. So we got together, created the recipe. Every all of our granolas are made with um, whole ancient grains, so there's you know nothing refined in there, and they're all certified gluten free. And then on top of that, they're also fortified with vegan probiotics and vitamin B12. Because, I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, because those are things that vegans typically lack. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that I was super proud of creating, and now it's super sustainable. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, they deliver to us in these big reusable plastic tubs, and because we're local, we're able to recycle those, which mm-hmm. is something I'm excited about. And for future franchisees, they're going to get their granola in bulk, so it's not going to come in little tiny packages Mm -hmm. it's going to be more environmentally responsible and it was just it's exciting because we were able to partner with another local women-owned business Mm -hmm. and if we grow to scale you know she grows with us and so that's it's great to see you know that relationship and and help her grow as well Mm -hmm. so that's another thing I think that's unique to our brand it's just uh the granola is good (laughs) I was gonna say like it's really good granola because and also, so that's another thing with other smoothie places is sometimes they put like so much granola yeah. and you're like, I don't want all of this because it's like meh, whatever. Maybe. Granola, it's almost like they use it as a filler for yeah, the bowl. Yeah. Um, and yeah. that's A, you don't do that proportion wise. You do a great a good amount of <laughs> granola right. and it tastes good. So I like want to eat it. It's not just there like taking up my time. Yeah. <laughs> and it comes, like the fact that we have so many flavors. I was going to so say chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we love a good crunch. So oh, like, yeah. It's, it's just like the best ratio of crunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you know what, like, is, I want to point out that's a huge, just from like logistical standpoint is all of your things are real foods, sustainable packaging, and your price points are perfect like as as a consumer like it, 
because you hear something like that, you know, you're like, oh, man, it's real food. It's healthy. It's only, you know, fruits and vegetables and sustainable packaging. I'm going to be paying $20 for a smoothie bowl. Right. Uh, No. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so like it's really, really cool as a customer Mm -hmm. to see that like I'm able to, you know, put my money here and it's like it's affordable for Mm -hmm. me. And it's making a difference. Yeah. Like you don't have yeah. to. My once a day habit is not yeah. Uh, yeah. breaking the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which uh, yeah. is like really important because that makes it easy for people or slightly easier for most people to be able to to have, you know, bear. Yeah. It's because it's like really cool. Yeah. It's, just, it's affordable, which is important. Thank you for so, saying that because yeah. that is something that stresses me out. Like, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I um, also donate a lot. Like, I love to get involved with the community and mm-hmm. um, the South Ends Children's Cafe in downtown Albany yeah. and the free food fridges. And yep. I love to, I really love to give back. And it's something that's important to me from like a food standpoint because I love mm-hmm. food. I love nutrition and food insecurity is just something that really like hits me hard. And I've. I can't believe that we live in like this is coming from somebody whose family is from not a rich country like Mm -hmm. Hungary is very poor like Eastern Europe is very poor and it just blows my mind that the amount of money resources opportunities we have in this country far and beyond outcompete other countries and yet there are people that are hungry and I can't I can't wrap my head around it. So that's something that I definitely, like I think at some point in my life, I'd love to get into politics and like focus on food policy. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so for right now, I just, I like to give back and donate however I can and um, just like draw awareness to it because Mm -hmm. I think it it doesn't take much for everyone to get involved in it, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent, (laughs) but Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, that's, and I was yeah. gonna say the free food fridges is like yeah. a really cool thing yeah. to be getting in on. Yeah, um, I get, I get that. I also want to get into politics. So if you're yeah. looking for someone to like share a ticket, great, let's <laughs> go together, girl. <laughs> two, I feel like two female voices are mm-hmm. always better than one in today's day and age. So let's go wholeheartedly. Agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I would love. I definitely see myself doing that at some. I don't know when, but yeah. at some point, you yeah. know, I would love to make some positive change, even just with regard to like school food, even Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh yeah. Crazy to me that your ketchup is considered a vegetable. Are we kidding? It's, it's it's horrific. I, um, I did dog sitting for a while and one of the families that I was watching their dog had their elementary school children's like lunch menu. Cause you know how they print out lunch menus Mm -hmm. on the fridge and I think I sent one or both of you a picture of it because yeah, I, I was like, like I remember that. this is horrific because mm-hmm. it was like Monday it's hot dog or pizza mm-hmm. and Tuesday it's like a side salad with pizza, you know, like it's yeah. like this stuff. And I'm like, wait a second. What if my what what if my plant based mm-hmm. or vegan child or gluten free like what do they even right. do? What if yeah. they don't, what if they want to, you know, yes. they want to fit in with their friends and they want to buy lunch. Cause like buying lunch was cool. Yes. In, you I know, remember when I was my in day and age, school, <laughs> we had, I wish I could remember exactly what it was called. It was something like pizza dunks or something dunk. The dunk, no, the word dunk like the was sticks. involved. Like, no, it was like, um, so it was, it was like, if you bought like a, like a sub roll and they just melted a yes, slab they did. of mozzarella cheese Yes, they did. Did they have that for you, too? And you dunked yes. it in marinara yes, sauce. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Disgusting. 
But yeah. when I was 12, I it fucking was, everyone lived wanted for dunks. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm yeah, having I also like, didn't know better, right? Because right. like adults were telling me what to eat. So right. like if an adult had like, have this raised dunk. me differently then you know what I mean I totally would have eaten it but like we were psyched on the dunks you know right. or if there was like a healthy way to to do that like yeah. to make it fun for kids yeah. but to not have them eat literal garbage but that's you know? where yeah. we're lacking right yeah. because absolutely where it's crazy. is the nutrition education right like where does that happen it, uh, because it yeah, doesn't it doesn't and yeah. being so I'm so glad that I shared I was Hungarian at the beginning of this because I feel like so many things are relating to this mm-hmm. now but Growing up with my grandmother, she would cook. So I mean, and both my parents cooked as well. Like my mom and dad cooked all the time. And I learned so much about food preparation and about healthy foods. And it was ingrained in me at a very young age that like brown is better. And, you know, Mm -hmm. in order to get enough iodine, you should have this much salt. And Mm -hmm. it was just like, those are the things that I don't hear American families talking about. I don't, every single conversation that I have with a European friend of mine or any family member always revolves around food. It's like, Mm -hmm. I call my mom and I'm like, hi mom. And you know, how's your day going? She's like, what are you making for dinner? This is what I'm making for dinner. Like, what you have for dinner? Always last did night? that too. What are you making for dinner? And I'm yeah. like, well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking as you were talking because my 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 dad would be the first generation in our family. So my grandmother was like off the boat Italian, like mm-hmm. barely spoke English. You know, the whole nine, and um, that's what it was like with her. Like yeah. everything was about food. Like there were, you know, everything was about food and Sally, Jesse, Raphael. You know, like, that was <laughs> <laughs> that's all there was, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Um, um, and my cousin and I talk a lot about how, like, I was young-ish. I was actually probably your age when my grandmother <laughs> passed away. And I, I wish that I had, like, spent more time learning to cook. Like, mm-hmm. learning to make pasta. Learning to, like, be a proper Italian. Yeah. You know, because I, I... She's not. I was, She's not I, very good Italian. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Throwing her um, under the bus. <laughs> but I was raised. Like, I love my parents. My parents yeah. are wonderful humans. But I was raised by, like, Americans. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I didn't have that same experience of... I mean, I I grew up with my grandmother, of course, but not in the same way as like my dad did, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, so that was lost on me. Yeah. And nobody talks about it now, yeah. you know, because no. the typical American idea of food is just like whatever's thrown onto your plate. And like, you know, bless my parents as well. But like I grew up with you had one meat, one mm-hmm. starch, yeah. one vegetable here's your dinner. Yeah. And like, so where, you know, I listened to, I guess I skipped back to my, to my grandparents. And then like, I've always just loved cooking and things like that. We talk about it all the time. Like it's fun, love cooking. Um, but it's just not how I was raised, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it was like very going vegan brought cooking into my life. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like I never really cared that much about, I mean, I would cook prior to that, but I never like made effort. I would make exactly what you're saying, like pasta or, you know, what what normal things I was eating, right? Have some meatloaf, have yeah. a mashed potato. But then a, when yeah. I went vegan, because it in some cases like required me to mm-hmm. learn to cook, mm-hmm. um, that's when I was like, oh, this is fun and you can do yeah. so much. And like there's, uh, look at all these Look how green my plate is. I love when I eat all green. (laughs) Before we we started recording, you were saying how like um, if you go someplace, like it doesn't matter what you're eating because you know it's vegan and Mm -hmm. you'll just eat it, right? Mm -hmm. 
I would not have done that as a meat eater. Like no. I was so picky and I was so like, absolutely not. Yes. I'm not eating that. That's weird. But then I went vegan and I'm like, I don't care what it is. It's vegan. I'll eat it. Yeah. And so now I'm eating things, you know, vegetable, fruit, whatever wise that I would not have eaten mm-hmm. before going vegan. So I feel like it just kind of, that's what did it for me. Like I didn't have that growing up. I didn't have that experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going vegan is what did that for me. I think mm-hmm. that's amazing too. Cause I, I, and I think so many people are in that boat going vegan. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. more inclined to learn about different ingredients. They're more inclined to try them because they know that they can't have the alternative, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just, it really opens your eyes to a new way of, of living, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And even in the kitchen, like, so my grandmother was by no means a vegan. Like my, my I was actually ask. going no. to ask yeah, like how that went. Like, because my grandmother, oh, yeah. my grandmother passed way before I went vegan, and mm-hmm. I, I often like I'm so glad that I never had to have that conversation because <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah. Italian grandmother would have been very upset. I mean, yeah, I, I had to do it many times yeah, over and did. over, and it was it was the same. Like, but what do you eat? Can you eat pasta? And I'm like. E- Yes, I can eat <laughs> pasta. I don't know what you're asking me. <laughs> but like, yeah, so how did that go with your family? Yeah, so it's tough <laughs> because so my family is Eastern European. And yeah. Eastern Europeans, they have three food groups. And it's bread, butter, and meat. And mm-hmm. there's nothing else. <laughs> you know, there's like, you guys are like, oh, I had my meat. I had my starch. I had my vegetable. Like, yeah. no, it was Yeah, I feel like with meat. Italians, it's pasta and meat, and that's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Green things? No. Nope. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm exaggerating a little. Like, obviously, they use some vegetables. But everything was centered around meat, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I remember, like, I think the skills you learn to prepare meat Mm-hmm. are very different, obviously, from the skills that you learn to prepare, like, vegan things or anything. If, if you're preparing a sauce that's cream-based, mm-hmm. you know, like a vodka sauce, for example, mm-hmm. you have to use the cream, you have to use the milk, you you mm-hmm. know, there's no way around it. So, like, if you're going vegan, you're not just going to know what the alternative is, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, so I found a lot of, freedom and a lot of excitement in finding out what that cream substitute was you know and so that's what was fun for me but to answer your question the conversation did not go well (laughs) 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 what up uh so kat why don't you tell our audience so pro tip we are breaking this into two episodes because we like to talk yeah oops yeah our bad sometimes we I don't know if y'all know this, but sometimes we just go on and on and on. And like, truthfully, we probably could have kept going on and on and on if... uh, Oh, 100%. If it wasn't like three hours past my bedtime. Yeah. Like, 100%. Yeah. So. Yeah. um, But Kat, why don't you tell our listeners how you (laughs) blew Annie off years ago? (laughs) I wish that I had... um, Because I searched, like, while we were sitting there, I looked through my email, through my... Facebook Messenger, like I looked mm-hmm. through things trying to figure out where she and I had talked before because I, I remembered that we had. Um, and it wasn't until we were getting ready to leave and all exchanging phone numbers that I was super embarrassed when she discovered she already had my phone number from mm-hmm. meeting her years and years ago at the last pig and we were going to have her on then. But that was before Bear Blends. So like I didn't associate 
the the right person with the right story. Like I remember meeting her. Like I remember meeting the person who worked with the the you know in the lab and had we had talked about having her come on the podcast to talk about it. Like I remember all of that, but I wasn't associating that interaction with the owner of Bear because when she was like, oh, we've met before, I'm thinking, oh, we've met the owner of Bear before. Like I just my brain didn't process it correctly. So awkward when somebody already has your phone number. Yeah. And it's funny, though, because like I I also remembered it, but it was like a like a light bulb all of a sudden when it hit me. Like I was like, "Okay, we met her. Yeah. Yeah. And then like when I realized that we did, it was like, bam. Yeah, like it was right there. And I'm like, oh, awkward. Yeah. But we're, it's all good. We, we fixed it. We're uh, net, we're, you know, in our rightful place as BFFs now. And it's OK. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all good now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll continue our obsession uh, through the next episode of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, you'll hear more of our gabbing with our new best friend and probably for I mean forever and ever we'll continue our obsession with bear blends mm-hmm. just the other day I was like I'm gonna go get a bowl and Andy's like you've been there like mm-hmm. seven times over the yeah. past week mm-hmm. I didn't go today today's the first day actually today is the first day in a week that I didn't go yeah I've gone every day since at least maybe not a full week but I went I, th- I went Wednesday Thursday Friday and yesterday and I know I was like our obsession is I was there um, opening day an hour after it opened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's fine. The food is out of this world. Um, you'll probably drool listening to when we describe food and talk about flavors and stuff. And um, you're going to want it too. So stay tuned for more in the next episode. And uh, we'll continue our obsession. We post a lot about them too. So we'll keep posting things. Yeah. For sure. Tempting your taste buds. And all that good stuff. Indeed. Great. Great. So for future episodes, past episodes, recent episodes, where can people head to, Kat? They can head to the vspot.fm. I would love it if they would reach out and slide into our DMs on the Instas. I'd Mm -hmm. love an email at the vspotpodcast at gmail.com. Please, Mm -hmm. for the love of God, if you are out there. Please prove that we're not shouting into the void. I just hear all these rumors that people listen to this podcast, but like y'all don't talk to us. So Yeah, so like all these people listen, but kind of suck me. Where are you? Where are you? So slide into our DM, send us a message, Mm -hmm. um, all the stuff and all the things. Great. Great. Yeah. We look forward to hearing from you. And, and if we if, and use our promo code VSpot20 at Bear Blends and tag yes. us in your photos when you do. Yep. It's at least through the end of March. Yes. So yeah. We look forward to seeing what you order. And uh honestly, we look forward to eating more bear blends mm-hmm. ourselves. So yeah. there you go. For sure, Z's. Great. Until next time. Mm. Bye bye. Bye.